Hello, this is Danielle Gaudet. Courtney Lindop. Linda Yunjun. And you're listening to the For a New Humanity podcast from Earth Management TV. Today's topic is living with AI and its effect on the planet. Well, full disclosure, I did some research for this episode with using AI. <laughs> did you ask ChatGPT? I did. Uh, our best <laughs> friend on the internet. I can't wait to hear all about it. So full disclaimer before we start, just to kind of get this out there. We are not by any means in the big tech field. We're not experts on AI. We're not programmers, developers who know the ins and outs of AI. We're just sharing our thoughts and experience and concerns and excitements about AI from the perspective of an average user. So maybe like you just listening to this episode without being a professional about AI. So just getting that out there. We're just the average user sharing our experience and our thoughts. So now that that's out of the way, let's get right to the topic. So AI, very controversial, I would say. Some yeah. people are so gung-ho about it. They think this is the best thing that ever happened to humanity. While on the opposite spectrum, some people think this is really bad or really scary. So as the average user, what do we think here? Right. Yeah, I can totally see both sides. I, I know some people think, that it's like dangerous and it can cause some real damage and it has some potential threats. But I actually really believe in the power of human consciousness. I don't think that a machine could ever really ask itself esoteric questions about themselves. So I feel some kind of security or solidity knowing that. Um, and so I more look at the benefits. I, I think about what AI could do for healthcare, our educational system, how it could contribute to economical growth, job creation. Um, and 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 of course, when it, as it relates to the Earth, it could help us become more energy efficient and, and find solutions to a lot of the problems that we see on Earth in terms of running out of resources. So all these things could mean good things for the Earth and humanity in relation to AI. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, Courtney, you just mentioned some very exciting things that AI can bring some really positive change to humanity. Much. Uh, things that we were really needing in our society at this time. But on the other spectrum, there's definitely some people who are definitely concerned about AI. So some things like, you know, some people are concerned about privacy, about ethical dilemmas, about being socially isolated, potential security risks. There are so many things that people can say AI is dangerous. And I think one of the biggest things that are just kind of you know, in common language or common dialogue about AI that people are most concerned about is the potential of AI to reduce job market and job and threaten job security for people when the job market right now is already not good as it is without AI. So mm -hmm. that I feel like is something we definitely need to address as the average user, because that's a lot of things that people are talking about. So I want to say that Although that might be true, it's there's definitely some truth in that. But there are also, on the other side of the coin, some exciting components of AI replacing some jobs that maybe humans don't need to do. For example, repetitive 
mundane jobs that don't give any life to us humans to begin with, that we're just in to pay bills and we don't feel any joy in, AI has the potential to replace human beings in repetitive mundane jobs. However, there are still some jobs that a machine truly, for many reasons, cannot replace human beings with. And like you mentioned, Courtney, those are some of the jobs that, you know, touch the heart, uplift consciousness, give that kind of or give and exchange that life energy that makes human beings human, that special kind of like magic and limitless potential and the energy that as human beings, we can exchange and communicate with each other through human to human connection. I feel like jobs that do that and areas that give and receive that aspect, it simply just cannot be replaced by AI or any type of robot. It's just not the same. Mm. Yeah, I actually heard that too. People saying, you know, jobs where like feeling, feeling is involved. The thing that just a, a robot or a machine can't do, what is unique to a human being. So it kind of feels like it's a really important time in it's like a, an important moment for humanity to sort of discover what that is and to kind of mm, really sh let our uniqueness shine, really own it and let it flow. But personally, I don't know. I'm just trying to gather a lot of information myself. I'm trying to stay present and and learn about this and open my mind. I've listened to a lot of someone called Mo Gaudat. I don't know if you, have you heard of him? Maybe a little bit? Yeah. Anyway, I found a bunch of YouTube videos. I, I think that's even how you pronounce his name. Um, he does a lot of interviews on podcasts. He was the chief business officer, ex chief business officer of Google X, who is building the Google AI. So I, I wanted to listen to him because he had like firsthand you know, interaction with it. It was really interesting. And he was also addressing a lot of what you are both talking about. I really enjoyed listening. You know, he also mentioned that one of the things I think that one of the big things that people are scared about future wise, like a futuristic fear is AI just kind of taking over and sort of destroying like a Terminator kind of scene because if AI is so, so smart, their intelligence super exceeds ours and they're given the question, you know, how can we save the earth? And with this intelligence, it looks around and sees, oh, who is hurting the earth most? It's human beings. Then we imagine this like very frightening, ugly picture where the AI is like, okay, we need to destroy the humans, which, yeah, I think there's like sci-fi movies made about that. And he talks about that. He he mentions that, you know, that's, you know, okay, it's a, it's a, I think all the developers at this point are saying it's a legit concern, but let's stay in the moment. Let's stay present and really see what we can do right now for that, because we, we don't really know how it will go, but also we have our part, right? We human beings are the parents of this. We, we literally are. So whether we want to be afraid of it or not, or think it's going to overtake us or not, we are the creators. We have given birth to AI. So actually we have a responsibility to, to educate AI and train it properly. 
And I think, again, I want to say the same thing I just said a few minutes ago, like this gives us such a huge opportunity to bring out the best of ourselves now. Like what now that we have a child as a humanity, what kind of parents do we want to be? How do we want to teach these children? So it just gives us a chance to really self-reflect and and bring out like what can be for the greatest good long run. So I'm really interested in that aspect, like how this gives human beings an opportunity to develop our own consciousness at this moment. Interesting. Interesting. Right? Like a parent having a baby and then suddenly they're like, I have to raise this child. Oh, my God, I have to look at myself and I have to find like the best of me that maybe I didn't see before. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully AI won't blame us if we do a really bad job like we had <laughs> our parents, right? <laughs> Because they're they're unbiased as a machine, right? And I think that's another thing that makes me feel sure. kind of secure. They, I don't think by nature they're going to have preferences over, oh, this culture's better, this religion's better, this country's better. They don't have their own opinion. So I think you're right. If we teach them well, then we can teach them to benefit the entirety of of humanity, which is, which is natural for them to not take preferences or take sides. At least that's not the feeling I get from a machine. Yeah. yeah. So I think we can agree that AI has influenced across many cultures in many domains and the possibilities of AI and development of AI are both exciting and scary at the same time. But like we've been mentioning before, I think with anything new that you introduce into your life or anything new that you develop from zero where mm -hmm. people are doing with AI, the most important thing is how you intend to use this new thing. I think that's the most important, the intention. Because with anything, the item itself is not inherently good or bad. It's how I intend to use that item that can make it something that's so healing for many people. Or it could be so damaging for many people. The intention of how I'm going to use it changes whether this item becomes beneficial or harmful. So as a society, as we're in the phase of still developing AI, I would like to say that beyond anything, the developers, the users, everybody involved in AI, our upright mindset and our clear intention to use this new technology for good and to be able to teach AI to function with empathy and character to protect and serve human beings is the most important component. And it's funny because the more I say this, it really feels like a parent teaching a child that is blank, blank slate child, inputting information, depending on what you teach the child, determines the outcome of that child's character and personality. I feel AI, even though it's a machine, it's very similar. We as a society are growing this thing together. So what we input into this will determine the future of AI. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you guys, but I also wonder, like, are the developers the ones who are teaching AI, like me as an average human being, like, how am I contributing to teaching this system, right? I'm not an IT, you know, I, I barely use AI at work. Or what if people don't have any interest? Like, what does that have to do with the average person? Like how I don't feel like a parent, right? Like, I feel like the developers and the people are in charge are the ones that are teaching it. So how true is that? 
Yeah, I think that's the part that we like. I think most people feel like how you feel, Courtney. Like, I, I don't have anything to do with this. And what does this have? But this is the part we need to understand. I think this is the part we need to be educated about and really wake up to that we are actually educating the AI every time we use the internet, every time we use social media. It's gathering information from everything across the internet, which is the information that we're putting on there. We're uploading, we're asking, we're showing. So it, it's... It's so, you know, it's the same, same story, isn't it, right? Like human beings don't realize how important they are. And I think we talked about this in previous podcasts about responsible social media, you know, being responsible with our content. What am I putting up there? The AI is listening. It's learning from us. That's how we are teaching it. I think the developers exposed AI to the general public in its early stages, because it sort of needs our help in this process. And so we, we really need to become aware what we're speaking, what we are putting out there. Is it consciousness expanding? Is it healing oriented? Is it, you know, positive or hopeful for the future of humanity in some way? Or is it, is it really dark? Is it destructive? Because, you know, we think that's fun or funny, or we have like, a joke with our friends or we're just mad at the world and we feel like it's a platform, which I understand. But yes, if when we see it from a larger picture, we're not we're not just children here. We're parents. And if we can become responsible in that content, that's the best thing that we can possibly do. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I think that's really important for the average person to kind of understand and remember that even though we're not actively, you know, the ones developing the code for all of this, that what we put out there influences everything and we're so interconnected. And that can be a very positive, great thing. And that can also be kind of a scary, frightening thing. So speaking of making content, maybe then even with this podcast, since it's content we're putting out into the cyberspace out there, maybe AI will pick up on this podcast and the things that we discussed here and use it as one of the data points to learn upright character and empathy and connection and know what's really important and as a priority for helping human consciousness to grow, become better and to kind of re reorganize its algorithm a little bit with our little contribution with this content to learn, oh, you know, like I should consider this kind of information when I give advice to other people or when I suggest data for other people. I feel like this, this is something that might be small, but still leaves an imprint in the development of AI so that we can all heal and help ourselves become better as a humanity and as Earth itself. Yeah, I like this. We did talk about this um, in our Apache about ownership, right? Like what you put out there, taking Perfect. responsibility for it. Yeah, like thinking that it's just up for you or, or a group of people. It's not true now. It's, it's actually going out um, and becoming a part of the larger information, right? Um, so I think I just wanted to touch back to back to AI and job security, I think what's most important about that is 
yes, they have the potential to take over jobs. I mean, you know, hopefully the, the parts that we don't, you know, that we find boring and we complain about anyway. And then I think that it can potentially give us space to do more of what we actually love. And I know, Danielle, you were talking earlier about like that heart connection. Like, what if we were actually given more room if AI is taking away the, the boring stuff that we don't like? We're actually given more room. We're given more space to connect with each other. We're given more space to explore, to create, um, to enjoy, to spend more meaningful time with people and to, you know, really contribute to the world. We will have more, uh, you know, leeway to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think when people have more space to breathe and connect with themselves and love and do more meaningful things, they have more bandwidth and more like listening capacity to input positive information into them that serves their greater good. Because I know there's a lot of positive content out there, but when your mind is busy, 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 those positive things might come your way, but you're just so busy and not aware of these things coming that could potentially help you become better. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really beautiful picture. I feel like, oh, yeah, that's what a new humanity could look like. And I feel like it's so important for us to keep painting that picture and dreaming that dream really specifically. What could a new humanity? What is a new humanity? What does it look like? And I know we've talked about that here as well. And this adds to that. And this shows how AI can kind of help us dream that dream and paint that picture. And also, I think it guides us back to this moment, too, you know, that's not out there far in the future. We want to start that from now. I think that's one of the reasons why I always feel so joyful in doing this podcast, kind of like what you just said, Linda, like, just having a chance to get together and talk about these topics and know we're putting that content out there that's so helpful for humanity and the earth. Yes, it makes my heart feel happy now. So I'm proud of us for doing that. I feel good about it. And I feel really good that we're sharing the New Humanity Pledge. I think the New Humanity Pledge is like perfect for this topic here. It even addresses in it, if I'm right, the one of the proposed action points is being more responsible with, with your use of technology, using the right mindset and intention, technology to help humanity, not destroy humanity, right? So yeah, I really encourage everyone. I think it's another really positive thing for us to be putting out there on the internet is the New Humanity Pledge. I encourage everyone to go and check it out and take the pledge. If you look through and you agree with this being responsible with the technology, but also in the other great actions that are proposed there, you can find more information at the newhumanitypledge.org. And yeah, you can feel free to sign it if it resonates with your heart. Yes. And we're actually going to talk about it in our next uh, podcast episode, the five proposed actions of a new humanity. So right. listen to that. Great. Yeah. So thank you so much, as always, for listening and spending some time with us on various topics about humanity and the earth. We always love having you here and are grateful for you listening in. And maybe if you have some comments that you want to contribute to the conversation, please feel free to leave comments wherever you are listening to this, this podcast. We would love to see what you have to say, too. 
So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on another episode of our For a New Humanity podcast presented by Earth Management TV. Thank you all so much. Bye-bye. Bye.